LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Abaddon. Her. What commotion is happening as you head up the stairs? I'm not little. Nah, you're a little. little. I'm not little. You're smaller than me, and Shadow is massive. I'm just short. I'm like average height for elves my age. Her is being You're like a week old. (laughs) I am. No, I'm at least a couple months. Her is being carried by Abaddon, princess carried up the stairs, basically just like flailing arms. I'm not little. (laughs) Not short, I'm average. (laughs) I'm like aggressively swinging her also, just like the goofiest. (laughs) Your favorite aunt just cheered you up after you got mad at your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow, you and Akane can see this happening as they come up the stairs. Akane is just giggling uh, as, as they come back. Yeah, my eyes would open up and then just like head would shift and look over at the stairs. Um, yeah, there's not really a smile that I can produce, um, but oh I would God. kind of oh, fuck. open That's up where right. the, yeah. Oh, I know I've like kind of said like, oh, Shadow S- smiles. Yeah. Smiley eyes. The more eyes. that we yeah. kind of did yeah, it's this. Like, oh, it's wait, like, hold on, maybe not. No yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, is it just like a booth or is it just, I forgot, is it a booth it's or is there like chairs? It's a table with chairs at okay. the edge of the window. Yeah. Um, I would pull the uh, the chair where her was sitting mm-hmm. um, out from the table a little bit and just like lightly tap the, yeah, tap the seat. Yep. It's okay, guys. The party's back. <laughs> I know you missed me so, so much, but I have returned. Are we the party or are you the party? I mean, I'm mostly the party because you're you were being a little bit of a bummer there, but now I'm now not a bummer and I'm not short. Of course Stop you're it. not, sweetheart. She fucking touched my shoulder or touched my chin IRL. Abaddon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna sit down and just start just start drinking my drink. Okay. I've not had a chance to. I've been dealing with you guys. Do you put me in my chair or what do you do? I drop you in your chair. (laughs) There's nothing gentle about me setting you down. Yeah. But you're you're in your chair and you're not hurt. It just was not gentle. I just plop down like... (laughs) Hi. Is everything okay? Are we oh? Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm not sure if everything's... Do you have anything you'd like to say? What time is it, Alan? Uh, it's probably about uh, eleven it, p.m. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it time to get my spellbook back? Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um. I. Mm, uh, <laughs> uh, um. I. I. I need to get my spellbook back. Um. Shadow, can you come with me to get it? I. Sure. I'd look around at the table. Are we okay to leave you two alone? Akane blushes. You can sit. You can. You can sit alone with Abby and do your, your weird, suspicious I, activities. I don't. You guys are I, so weird. I don't know what you're talking about. You know. You I, know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna grab hers drink and go. I'm gonna pour one out for you, Shadow, and I'm gonna pour half of hers drink out on the floor so her okay. cannot get drunk in her current mindset. 
It I wasn't going to drink it anyway. Say, it falls through the grates <laughs> and onto the ground below. <laughs> you oh. put it down and she just like snatches it and takes a drink and then puts it back and says, fuck you. <laughs> this is uh, fantastic. Um, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> We're leaving. I, all right, then. She gets up. Uh, we'll be back and then I'll follow after her. Okay. Akane Abaddon. Akane looks over towards you. You and her are the only ones left at the table. And she looks down where you poured your drink out and she just said, were you thinking that it was going to fall through to the floor below as you, you know, poured I that didn't, out? I didn't I don't... think about it okay. when I did it. Yeah. Um, I'm not upset that it happened okay. if yeah, I'm yeah, being yeah. completely She looks directly you. beneath you and <laughs> she kind of like looks and makes sure no one's around. She says, we probably don't have to tell anyone, I guess. It, the gesture seemed... It was good a good... Spirits. No, yeah, I mean, your intent was great, but I mean, consider, yeah, we may need to tell the uh, the bartender to put up a wet floor sign or something. Or we can just laugh at people as they fall. I mean, I no, no, no. That sounds that. Like, that sounds awful. Uh, I'm actually. <laughs> I'll be right back. And she gets up and she goes downstairs and she finds a wet floor sign as she's walking down and she just puts it up and then she comes back upstairs. Has anyone ever told you you're polite to a fault? Um, I don't think so. Well, then I will be the first. Okay. Well, is that a good or a bad thing? I don't think it's either. Okay. Well, I think it's just an observation. Okay. Um, that was really stressful. I'm sorry. Um, is she always that? Like, she seems like she was really frustrated at me. It wasn't at you. Okay. Um, her is a lot younger than us. Um, do you remember the first moment that you realized that the adults in your life were just people too? And that wow. everyone has made, everyone has lived a life and you don't necessarily know everything they've done in it and you wouldn't necessarily agree with it. Yeah, I, I guess I can... I don't remember the moment, but I can empathize with the feeling. She's feeling it for the first time. Okay. I think I get it. Um, they're both very good. Like at, the, at their core, these are two of the best, best individuals I've ever known. Yeah. They're two of the only individuals I've ever known, but that is not the point that I'm trying to stress. Okay. Um... Don't let them scare you. Okay. Um, I'll keep that in mind as we go forward. Uh, I am scared, though. Like, I'm not necessarily scared of them, but man, there's so much in what I've been told that's... I don't... It makes me feel worry beyond worry I've felt for a long time. Is it possible you understand how her feels because you feel it about your country right now? I felt it a long time, and, and yeah, I mean, if that's what she's feeling, then that's... Yeah. Can yeah, I, I ask it. you kind of a difficult question? 
Um, sure. Yeah. You have you have this unwavering faith in the people of Levitica over the government. You 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 believe in them. Yeah. Do you truly believe that if they knew if they knew when have I and if they knew what happened to us, do you truly believe that they would care or that they would change or they would risk comfort to feel the way that you do right now? Oh. Wow. Um... My heart wants to say yes. I'd say yes, but I don't know if I could say that about every person, but I feel like if if I can do a good enough job in showing them the good, then maybe they don't have to do as much work. Do you think that that would even be a reflection of you? I don't know. I don't know what it would be a reflection of, but I refuse to allow myself to sit around and be complacent. Even if it's not worth it in the end, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't try. Then I stand by my earlier statement that you are better than most people. And I'll clink the brink of my drink against the edge of Akane's glass. I think her hand has been kind of just like lazily resting around whatever she's been drinking for a little while. As you, uh, as you tap against it, she kind of grabs it a little bit more. Uh, firmly, um, this kind of like shock wave of um, of physicality traveling from you through the glass. She sees and hears that sound. She grabs it in almost a way to participate. Um, and she just says, Okay, uh, Give me a moment. And she kind of like looks out, out the window and she takes her hands up and she rubs her face with both of her hands. And she says, how do I get so like I know how to take blush off with uh, with like makeup remover. I don't know how to take it off when it's just me blushing. Um, I'm not sure how that all works. Uh, and she looks back to you and she's like so red in the face. <laughs> Oh, I, th- I think rubbing your skin might make it more red. Oh, no. Okay. And she just, like, goes over to a glass of water and dips her fingers into, like, the ice, and she just puts it on her face. She's like, this isn't easy. I don't know what's happening right now. It's okay. I don't, is it okay? I don't it's know. It's okay. Okay. Um, I enjoy your very anxious company. This is making it very hard to do my job. Your job being? Trying to get people to... I'm unfocused right now. I'm distracting you? Yeah! <laughs> I'd say I'm sorry, but I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be meaning I it. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> Good. Um, At least you feel strongly. I need, I need to check in with the... Re- I forgot their names. Um, you are so distracting. I, fr- I need to check in with... Angela and Haleth before bark. the end of the day. And tree bark. Yeah. Wow. I love petting 
that dog. That dog it's is It's a very good dog. Cute. It's very adorable. Um, I have to check in with them. Do you want me to accompany you or would you rather go alone? Um, I think I think I need to go alone on this one. Okay. Where will you be afterwards? Do you have somewhere to stay in the city? Oh, we hadn't gotten that far. Um, if I'm being honest with you, there really isn't a plan right now. Okay. Um, where do you normally stay? I've... We saw the sunset together for the first time in my entire life today. I had never seen a sunset before. What? I, um... That's... that. No, that can't be true. I told you this earlier. I know, but like... <sighs> I've never been topside. I, think, I, I don't know where I think it's still just stay. like... It's still impossible to believe. I I think I was just planning on, on setting up my bedroll in a camp outside of the city. That sounds... How do I find you when I'm done? Um, well, how's this? I'll meet you back here, right outside. Okay. Okay? Okay. That sounds good. Um, please don't get into any trouble. I will try my hardest, oh, no. but trouble just kind <laughs> of attaches itself to me. Is that my fault? Uh... Maybe. It might be your fault. <laughs> well, I will I will try very hard to stay out of trouble. Um could you how easy would it be for you to bring me back down to the center of the city? Can you just like go there and then come back here super quick? Yeah. Do you okay. want to go very quickly or yeah. do you want to walk? No, I want I want she stands up. She kind of uh, brushes off the front of her shirt. She presses down um, all of her clothes to kind of... Uh, she, she Picard maneuvers herself where she adjusts to make herself uh, like much more prim and proper. And she extends her arm out again in the way that you carried her last time. Um, and then I will... Uh, I'll smirk and then I'll grab her at her waist and mm. lift her again off the ground so when we land her feet don't hit and okay. she breaks her ankles yeah. um, and then just fall through the floor and you <laughs> nightcrawler your way out and she as she gets lifted up and you start falling she grabs you so tight because she obviously she's falling so um, as she does so she lets out a very small <laughs> as she falls through the ground and you hit the floor now but on Snickers um she obviously grabs you a little tighter than last time, leaning into the scenario, and she just says, oh, okay. Feeling okay? No, I'm more nervous, but I think that that's where I want to be. And she lets go, and she just says, all right, well, have a nice, um, I'll see you back there. Uh, and she like looks at you for a moment, she blushes again, and she just goes, okay, and she turns Before around. Before she turns around, I'm going to take my hand and place it on her cheek. I'm going to go, please be safe. The city seems more dangerous every time I learn about it. Um, I, 
I feel more nervous here than I do in the rest of the city. Oh, I promise you're in the least amount of danger when I'm around you. Okay, this is enough. And she leans in and she kisses you on the lips and she just says that's enough of that and then she turns around and she walks away very fast like like in this like very like <laughs> in this very like supremely anxious like okay I just need to pull off the band-aid right now kind of scenario she just goes Mwah, bye and that's it I- okay bye uh- and she's like yes I win this time and she leaves uh I'm just gonna fall through the floor. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and uh, you do so, and you are back at the bar. I'm gonna finish my drink. Yep. And you and find all the fallen soldiers of the other drinks on the table, uh, half drunk. And then we'll finish Akane's drink. Yep. Okay. And then I'm gonna go uh, back up to the roof and just sit for a bit. Sounds if good. I can. Yeah. You go up to the roof, you stare up at the stars. You feel the cool breeze on your skin. It's calm. There's been so little calm in your life and there are moments like this that are hard to reach. And you just give yourself a little bit of um, relaxation time. You're not sure what the rest of the night will bring, but for now, it's rest. Um, can I make a perception check just to take stock of my surroundings for the first time? Sure. I'm not around everyone. Yeah. Um, my energy isn't focused on anyone yeah. particularly for the first time in since we've gotten into the city. Yeah. Oh, that's a natural 20. That 20, so yeah. that comes out to a 26. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you looking for? life sure. I'm looking for conversation i'm just what's mm-hmm. going on around me like you know when you like gain consciousness in a mall and you are yeah. suddenly aware of what yeah there's like this moment saying. of lucidity yeah. yeah um yeah so i would say you can definitely see that there's still more happening towards the center of the city um there's a lot going on there um but as you know people come back out of the city uh, there's there's people locking away, um, but the, the tendrils of the city that reach outwards from the festival are much less, um, much less um, busy, I would say. Um, there's still happenings going on there, but there's not a ton of, you know, like extremely crazy stuff that's happening. Um, I would say, you know, there are, if you look around... There are a couple people that are, like, running through the town. There's, like, maybe a couple off to the side that are obviously drunk, falling over each other. Uh, There is, uh, as you're, like, looking throughout all these streets, there are people coming in and out of the storm brewing. Uh, uh, And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of these little interactions going around, but it's far, right? And, And because of your perception check, you can see a lot of these different streets. You can look down them and get a grasp of what's happening down each one. There's a couple stalls that are closing up, people walking home with... Um, you know, with goods that they've purchased throughout the day, prizes from the festival. Um, you notice there are a couple different places where there are like some mischievous kids running around. Uh, it seems like there's a lot going on, but it's it's all over, right? It's not 
strictly in one area. So, yeah. Um, it almost feels a little... I don't know. You almost feel a little bit of vertigo when you're when you're looking down from this high because it feel you feel a little detached in a way. So, yeah. Is that mm-hmm. is that good? Yeah. Okay. You take a moment, take that in, and you rest. Oh, I'm starting to record. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that. <clears throat> hey. Hey. It's season two. Season two. Of what do you want to talk about? The podcast where two friends take turns surprising each other with topics to talk about. That's right. She's Lindsay and I am Jason and we are both parents and comedy writers. Yeah, it's like Pollyanna meets... Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, or like, I, I would assume that's correct. Yeah, I don't know pretty, that person. Pretty, pretty correct, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like flowers meet... The stuff that people pile on, you know, grave sites and... Your, your, bodies and your dirt. Well, you know. That's dark. And we've added a new segment to the show called the Rando Mo. It's a random moment because we want to know what you want us to talk about. And you can send in your ideas and suggestions, and we put them on little pieces of paper, and we put them in a jar, and we shake them up, and then we don't have any control over what we are then told we need to talk about. You decide. Yay! If you want to decide, you can send it to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A. This podcast comes out every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can find your podcasts. This show was produced and distributed by LAS Podcast Network. To support this show and other shows like it, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash Plus. You can find our podcast anywhere that you get your podcast hit, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Or from that creepy dude with the top hat and the trench coat eating that Reuben sandwich that's just half soaked in mayo in the dark alley. Nice. He's the guy with the good podcast. It just be that you score your podcast in a dark alley with a guy wearing a trench coat? Reuben. Mayonnaise. You brought mayonnaise into the mix. Yeah, it should have been Thousand Island. Oh. It was such a mistake. It should have been Thousand Island. Can you put something together from all that? Or do you want, you want me to do one more? <laughs> L-A-S. I can't believe this is happening. Holy shit. The Groove Life Podcast is back! That's right, it's the Groove Life Podcast, everybody. What is groove, you may ask? It can be summed up so easily. Like, I mean, some people brew beer, some fish, people like play music, a good sticky they rice, they like to peanut butter sauce, dreams, spaghetti writing, sauce, drawing, hot speaking, sauce, barbecue sauce. Dry, did I, say, I think I already said that one. Oh. You're a griller. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking griller. Spearing. Spearing? What the hell is spirit? There's nothing better than just sitting outside on my swing in front of my house with my beautiful wife, having a nice glass of red vino, and watching the sun go down. Now that's groove. 
I kind of said that with an Italian accent because, I don't know, try and say vino with no accent. It's not possible. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit GrooveLifePod.com. You can also get bonus content, extended interviews, and ad-free versions of the show, as well as benefits throughout the community and across the network by subscribing to LAS Plus. For more information, visit LASMediaNetwork.com slash plus. The Groove Life comes out every other Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Lilith, Bondog, Val, you hear the wing beats of some large, titanous creature approaching where you are. You are currently in the lower portions of the church where Veroglaziant makes her nest. One of her nests. Lilith, you run back out into the atrium and you look out through the doorway into that other room that you were in earlier. You remember out that way, the entire bla- the entire back was blown out, it right? It sure was. And as you look through that, you feel a gust of cold wind that hits you stark in the face and it shivers down your spine. Roll me another perception check. Is it good? No, it's oh, a yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're killing it. You. Okay. Oh, no, <laughs> what did I do? You approach the back. You approach the door to that room. And it takes maybe 30 steps. In that 30 steps of time, you hear four or five more wing beats. You look around the door. And with a perception of one, you feel (laughs) vibrations in the ground as something impacts. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. Okay. Hold on. Come on, Rogue. You're good at this. Yeah, of course. I haven't done one of these in a minute. Hold oh, on. shit. Eight plus. Wait. Oh, no. It's dexterity. It's the one that says dexterity. Yeah. With your saving throw. I had throw. to find it. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's a 12. There you go. Lilith, as you make your way towards the door, you peek around and the impact occurs. You trip and you fall, plummeting <laughs> into the center of the doors. You grab the ground and you lift yourself up and off and you turn and you move your head towards the exit, towards the clean air. And as you do so, you come face to face with a gigantic dragon. You watch as they grab the back of this building. I need you to make me a stealth check at disadvantage. Yep. <laughs> so roll twice and take the worst. No, I was seeing if I had any bonuses. I don't. To stealth? Damn it! You well, should. I do. Hold on. That's not her job. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. A rogue without stealth is no, actually ca- kind of fucking rad. Hold on. 
No, I do have one. Yeah, Unsay, because I remember it from last time. Okay. Yeah. I was sneaking around. All right, well, okay. fine. So let me write it down. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I'm you have it written down on that sheet. No, I did math, and I'm writing it down. I'm going to well, tell you which one's lower. But you should only... Okay, okay. All right. Do you think? 13. 13? Hmm. Okay. Okay. You start to move out of this, the, between the doors. As you do, you see this gigantic blue eye. Fuck. Look into the room and watch you move out of the doorway. Fuck. You hear a very low <laughs> as <laughs> these hands grip, grab, and continue climbing up the side of the the, uh, the mountain. Of the cliff. I'm gonna d- turn around and run back into the prison cell and go, yeah. We got to go. I don't care how we do it. Stealth is gone. We got to go. Time to run. Time to run. Arno is currently casting Prestidigitate on himself to clean some of the blood off of his face. He's like, what? Why? The dragon. The dragon. The dragon is here. She saw me. I'm sorry. We got to go. We got to go right now. They know we're here. I suggest we leave. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Can somebody carry Orion? I will carry him. Okay. Uh, All right. Um... A powerful gust of wind rattles the faraway panes of this church. A second passes, they shake again and again and again. The gusts, even when you know that they're here, rising in intensity. The ground shakes one more time. And as you continue to talk, unknowingly, your sentences become slower and slower. Only mildly so, but over time it is noticeable. Your teeth clench and chatter, and your breath is suddenly driven from your lungs. Yes, Lilith. Lilith is going to look at Val, say, this does not mean that I forgive you, but you can do more with this than I can right now. And she will take off her cut and throw it to him. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll put it on. You... It's being thrown at you. Oh, so right, yeah. First off, me. let's deal with the throwing. <laughs> I mean, toss. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, take yeah. it off and... It's odd, because you're incorporeal, but right as the cut makes contact with your incorporeal body, you go, think, and then you fall because gravity affects you again. Cool. And you hit the ground, and then the cut bounces off of you and then touches the ground opposite, and you become incorporeal again, and because gravity is continuously affecting you, your inertia pushes you through the ground. What? I'm gonna grab this thing, yeah, and hand it to him. Yeah, I'll float he's back like up. halfway through the ground, and, and say, he starts floating back up. Stop being ridiculous. <laughs> but I, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> um, I'll I'll take it and put it on. Yeah, magical inertia. It's a fun thing. Uh, you take it, and as Bandag hands it to you, you grab it with your fingers, and you become corporeal. Right, Lilith. You are now incorporeal. Yep. Okay. You have Lilith's cut in your hand. Okay. And and you may move and be as you choose. Um, uh, Orion sits on the on the side. Arno is standing up, grabs his staff, and starts to kind of like look around in a panic outside into the larger atrium. As you hear this loud, as light pierces into the lower portions of the atrium. The lightning bugs scatter as they find light that comes through the top of the stairwell. 
is uh, Orion um, awake? Is he cognizant? No. Uh, uh, you can make me a medicine check if you'd like to discern his condition. Um, I feel like hmm. if even if you fail it, like mm-hmm. I've got some good info for you. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, we'll see what's going on with my horrible D20. Oh, it's a 19 hey, plus there one, we go. so that would be uh, a 20. Yeah, you've seen this before. This is essentially the same as uh, someone who has just finished a really intense and long battle, right? Mm. The adrenaline has been pumping through them for much longer than it should have been, Mm -hmm. uh, and this person is so exhausted that their body has essentially shut down, right? Uh, He is not conscious, Mm -hmm. nor do you think he will be conscious for the next two days. Mm -hmm. Uh, As I pick him up, I'm going to say, I'm sorry if this hurts, but... It's either hurt or death. <laughs> he does not respond. <laughs> Where do we go? How do we get out? We have to go. Let's um, get out. You hear boots. Hold on. Uh, a sudden drop in temperature grips you all in a tight embrace. Your next breath burns as the air is so cold that your lungs cannot discern heat from frost. The gear that you all wear is quickly conden- uh, it quickly condensates and freezes over in a thin sheet of verglas. You are all subjected to the effects of extreme cold. I need you all to make me constitution saving throws. Fuck. Oh, I'm real good at these, baby. Uh, so is Arno. Hey, actually. Oh, Arno rolled really good. Yeah, I got an 18. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, actually, I forgot. Arno, does- it doesn't matter that Arno... Uh, uh, did well because he currently has one of those uh, yeah, those necklaces. Yep. So, yep, not a big deal. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. And for Val, eighteen. Lilith. Two. Oh, two. but you're incorporeal. She's, she's a ghost. Yeah, honestly, how can you feel cold? You are incorporeal. I'm smiling very prettily. (laughs) You should see my smile, listeners. It's the prettiest. The eyelashes are fluttering. I'm going to say that because you were closer to Veroglassiant the first time, that this still probably affects you. Um, And I'm sorry for that. But but I would actually say, like, if it was Val who was incorporeal, I I would say that probably makes sense. But you were also like maybe 50 feet away from the frost dragon, right? Right. Uh, You are subjected subjected to a level of exhaustion. All checks you make are at disadvantage. Okay. All skill checks, right? All skill checks, yes. Okay. Veroglaziant is here. You hear boots descending from up above. What do you all do? Um, Arno, can we go down? I don't... I don't think there's a down. This is the down. But like outside and down. Outside and down? We'd have to we'd have to travel through the atrium. I mean, I think they already know we're here, right? What? But I don't know where. I'm going to lay Orion on the ground mm-hmm. and say, I'm sorry if this hurts you, but it's either hurt or death. <laughs> and then I'm going to pull out my axe. Yeah. And um wait for whoever owns the boots to come in. Yeah. Um you pull out and you stand to the side of the door. And as you set Orion down, he kind of sits up against some of the wall and you just kind of pull yourself right to the edge, right? Um, what is everybody else doing? I think as you, as you do that, Bondog, hmm. Arno hobbles as close as he can behind you. And uh, he is going to cast uh, Stone Skin on you. 
Uh, and it's going to be the new stone skin. Uh, so, uh, I, yeah, basically what that looks like is you are going to gain temporary hit points at the beginning of every turn equal to his intelligence modifier, mm. which is four. So keep that in mind as there are, or sorry, bark skin. That's what I meant to say. Um, and so all across your skin, you find these like sharp, almost like jagged pieces of this like natural um, bark that start to grow across you. So this is a plus four to my AC? No, you gain four temporary hit oh, points okay. at the beginning of every turn. So basically any damage you take on a turn, mm -hmm. an entire turn cycle, is mm -hmm. minus four. Oh, that's outstanding. How does it feel? Uh, it feels odd. It's almost like it feels like, um, oh, how, how can I explain this? Uh, if you've ever like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's say, you know, you've been going outside, you've been working out or something like that. You've been climbing on monkey bars. You have, like, the skin that kind of comes off of your hands, right? Mm -hmm. And you, like, peel it off, and it, like, it, you can feel the tug, mm -hmm. but at all those places at which it is separating, mm -hmm. right? It's like that, but in reverse, mm -hmm. right? So instead of the tug, it's like stitching, but, like, really small stitches Ew. all over the place. Do I feel as though it's a positive thing? Uh, it, it, yeah. O overall, it feels like um, you definitely know it's from Arno, mm -hmm. and you definitely know that it is him protecting you. Mm -hmm. um, so however it does feel in this stitching kind of feeling, mm -hmm. uh, you know that it comes from a place of protection. Mm -hmm. So, Excellent. Uh, Val cast Mage Armor. Mm -hmm. Where does Val stand? Um, the You're on one side of the door? Yes. Uh, Val will stand on the other side of the door. Okay. Lilith is going to take a very deep, very scared breath, pull out her crossbow, and stand in front of Orion. Okay. You stand in front of Orion. You pull out your crossbow. Like over him. And as you look like down and you, tiny protective you start stance. like loading your crossbow, you realize like you're oh, wait, having no effect on it. I have a short bow. Oh, I'm you, so sorry. You pull out your short bow. You try, <laughs> you try knocking an arrow, and you start to realize that like as you do this- do anything. You're like everything is passing through everything as you are incorporeal. Can't do anything. Uh, if you touch Orion, will that work? Maybe. You may make me that decision okay. during the battle. You all smell sulfur. Guards are approaching. And as they do, you feel warmth come towards you all. Everybody roll me a DC, or I was about to tell you the DC. What am I doing? Well, <laughs> hell. Perception no, check, keep please. Oh, that that's not good. Oh, no. Wow, your cards have been shit. I know, but that means that the fight, they're going to be great. Yes, which 100%. Is acceptable. Yes. Nine. Nine. Eight. This is not good, guys. This is very bad. Okay. We're going to die. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is how Team B dies, y'all. All right, all right, all right. Well, we're already dead. Well, I'm dead. <laughs> You're all kind of dead. You're wow. not, not Wait, alive. One not, more time. One more dead? time. Nine. Lilith. Van Dog. Nine. Eight. Oh, God, you guys. <laughs> Their perception. Their perception is a plus two, and they rolled the five. <laughs> no way! Yes! We did it! You are all only best. You don't, Why were we worried? You don't have to be the fastest. You only have to be faster than the other guys. guys. Right. right. Oh, skin of our teeth, <coughs> All right. Uh, you... 
<laughs> you hear commotion happening outside. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone, mm, Lilith, I'm going to say mm. this for, for, the, for the moment. You step, you push your face through the wall. As yeah. you as you take a moment to perceive, right? Um, you you push your face through the wall, and you realize that wow, this is probably pretty conspicuous. But you realize that these two people are—they have these huge helmets, and they really can't see anything She's that's also going on very right now. Small right? Person. Exa exactly. Don't look down and here at me. You, I don't know. you come face to face with two humanoids: angular steel helmets, impeccable studded leather armor, and large white bear pelt coats. Uh, the same guards that have been with Ferroglaciant the entire time. Maybe many viewers or listeners have, have heard of them before, um, but that is what they are. And their hands gripping uh, frost-laden swords, they are skulking around. They go and they check the far door, the chained one, and then they start walking back towards where you all are. Two of them? Two. Okay, I will... Pop back through the wall and mm -hmm. say, just two right now. Should we take them? Sorry, should we take them? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will uh, ready. Duh. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah, I will ready. Uh, let's, let's just let's start off strong. I'll ready a okay. Melfs. A what? A Mel oh, a Melfs Minute Meteors. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, everybody gets uh, a surprise round because Lilith is able to discern yeah. all of this. Nice. Um, I am not useless. That perception was to try and discern whether you would get a surprise round uh, or whether they were gonna just kick through the doors. Um, everybody gets to prepare something, okay? Um, so think of that. Except Lilith. Uh, and you see them both, Bandog and Val, first step through the doorway. Um, you both are kind of peeled against the door as much as you can, but the reason that they get far enough through the doorway for it to make a huge difference, because like if one of them got through the doorway and the other one didn't, it would be much different than if both of them got all the way through the doorway, mm -hmm. right? But what happens is one of them steps through the doorway and they see the body of Nefreya on the ground and he just goes, holy shit, no, Wh what happened here? And he walks forward mm -hmm. and the second one goes, Oh my god. And he steps through as well. Beyond the Cullis, both of them have passed. My plan was to let both of them in. Yeah. Because you want to kill the last in line. Mm. At and this that's point. who I aim for. Why don't you all roll me initiative? 